But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. I'm your host, Veeps. I'm your co-host, Medusa. And I'm the guest, Squishy Puss. <laughs> so we're back, as <laughs> promised, for round two with Squishy Puss. This will be a short little mini episode. We wanted a couple other things to cover with him that he's been doing that are really interesting. Um, namely, uh, some of, a little bit more about your backstory and kind of your character and how that was created for you. So one thing that I was super curious about... There's also another story we have to come back to, which is the Pee Wee Herman story. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I was really curious about is that you started going by Squishy Puss and you kind of created this. And I know one thing you mentioned in the last episode was that you kind of um, pasted the, the artwork up right in the beginning, the Chipotle paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, who is this? What is this? And you were kind of like, what can I do with this? Did you find a degree of keeping it like kind of anonymous? Was that like a powerful thing for you or was that something you did? I kept it anonymous at first because uh, paste, doing wheat paste is illegal, so I didn't know how to do that. And like, I think when people start out doing street art kind of stuff, there is this whole like, you have to be Banksy kind of yeah, mysteriousness. And like, it was only at the point where I said, "Oh, I'm not. I'm going to show my face." That's a point when like a lot of my artwork also started to pick up because yeah. going back to like people knowing who you are and your story and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that just makes a big difference. People don't want to see just random artwork. They want to know there's a person attached. Yeah. So once I started doing that, it, it made a, a big difference. Um, but so yeah, you kind of found that like it's not. So I mean, I, I think with like Banksy, it's really powerful. Like, but why? I wonder why it worked for like well, him. His is more because his is more of a. Uh, a social commentary mm. mixed with mysteriousness about yeah. this mysteriousness. And he was one of the first people to really kind of, for lack of a better word, capitalize on that kind of notion where it's like, I'm going to say something powerful. There's so many people that want to like, kind of like get out in front of a bunch of people and like with the megaphone and like, yeah. da, 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 da. And that's yeah. great. But he kind of did the exact opposite of that. He made a powerful statement and no one knew who this kind of yeah. genius was. So just doing artwork and then staying a mystery about it, like... Doesn't quite work. Doesn't quite... Yeah. Doesn't have it, it doesn't... Yeah. Th- yeah. Right. No, that makes sense. That definitely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So obviously, before we get too far gone about here, I do want to hear the Pee Wee Herman story that you oh, were talking so this about Oh, so this will be very, very quick. Yeah. Um, so the deal is, is that my cousin, when I was younger, he had... Um, he looked like Pee Wee Herman. Oh my gosh. I mean, he looked like a young version of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. And uh, him and I were, were always like like watching the show together and da, da, da. And for Halloween, he dressed up as Pee Wee Herman. He had the haircut and the bow tie, the yeah. everything. And like we were always like super duper like into that show together. We even, would you just be whatever or would you be something complimentary? Well, yeah, well, no, I mean like, well, yeah, gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> he, he would... Um, We'd watch the show, and he, we would call him Pee. We would call him Pee Wee just because of how he looked, and everything like that. And that whole like thing, like whatever. Even as a teenager, early twenties person, we still refer to him as that. Well, remember when Pee Wee Herman got arrested at the oh, for, yeah, for his that. big thing, right? At, well, right. So last night, my sister goes, uh, "Dude, 
our cousin had the SWAT team called on him and he got arrested. And she sent me the article and I was like, oh shit. And I scrolled down to the picture of his mugshot. And so all I did was send her back this. <laughs> it is uncanny. Oh my God. It's Pee Wee Herman's mugshot next to my cousin's mugshot. And they are making the same face. They have the same hair, the Lord same facial mercy. hair and everything. And like my family is like freaking out. I mean, their hair is the exact same. It's <sighs> like, I mean, it's like this parallel. I don't even know, man. It's amazing. But yeah, it's like everything just like came around. So that's, that's the Pee Wee Herman story. <laughs> It's oh not really. This is like that's literally a, yesterday. No, that's how. Yes, yeah, happened last night, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have the to just do a call yeah domestic violence." He's <sighs> he's just makes like, it a little less funny, you know. But here, but here's the thing. This is this is where we're going back to what we we're talking about before. It's like finding out who the people are around you and distancing yourself a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's like I've realized there are certain family members. That I have to distance myself oh, from. Oh yeah, totally. You know, and like that because I don't yeah, want. Yeah, right, I don't want. I don't want any part of that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's the Pee Wee Herman story. Oh god, yeah, we're both locals, <laughs> so we have crazy ass families. Yeah, look, <laughs> mountain people. I, I love <laughs> my, families are complicated. I love my family, and I'll, like you know whatever. My sister needs something, I'll do it. But but at some point, sometimes you got to kind of realize your relationship starts and stops at mm-hmm. a certain point, and you can only include yourself in what they're doing so much i mean there's a reason the actual saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb (laughs) right well you know what's weird if like my sister wasn't my sister i wouldn't be friends with her i mean just being honest yeah like you know what i mean like you gotta think about that sometimes like would you hang out with that person would you be really good friends with that person if they weren't your no that's fine but you know it doesn't mean i don't love them i do they're family but you got to understand where your relationship starts and stops and what's good for you as a person and, and for not. sure. Right. So, yeah. right. I'm also kind of curious about, um, for any of you who've been watching kind of the Hellions show, like I think on your first live stream, I, I like when I watched it, I was like, what is, what is the deal with the Ninja Turtles? Oh like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is give context. What, Okay, so how many boxes you have boxes and boxes and boxes of Ninja Turtle yeah. characters? on your like figurines yeah. hung up on your wall still in the boxes i actually up until probably like a year ago had a lot more mm. like i probably had five six seven hundred box wow. yeah and i whittled it down to about a hundred um the deal was well i got rid of them because it was like i have character you know zord from episode you know 48 he was in there for like 10 minutes he had like 10 lines of dialogue and that was it and i was like oh why do i have this guy he's yeah. not even like you know what i mean so i'm like i just got caught up in, in like i had to collect every single thing but i've been this gets also into and the thing with turtles is that there's many incarnations all of them are good and they all manufacture the shit out of toys. So Ninja Turtles was supposed to be just a toy brand when it came out. And oh. they, then they said, yeah, they said, oh. Even from like the Eastman and Laird? They wanted to take it from a comic book and do just a toy line. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah. And the, somebody was like, 
whoa, 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 you're missing a giant opportunity here. We need to make this a cartoon. And they developed into a cartoon, which then they used to sell toys. Yeah. Which gets back into my business model, which is I love that shit. I yeah. love the story and the connecting with the story and like then being able to purchase the shit from it, like all like all the merchandise mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, I've got stuff from Back to the Future. I've got Pee-wee's, Pee-wee Herman toys. I've got Ren and Stimpy. I love, I love those things. It's a matter of surrounding yourself with the things that you love, right? So, I mean, Ninja Turtles was one of my very first loves as a child. Yeah. And uh, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I just, I want, I, I don't know, I, I love I love that stuff. I wanted it in, as much in my life as possible. And I just, I started collecting it from an early age. And I used to have a lot more stuff even when I was like a teenager. And but and then, you know, it was like, my mom was like, Ray's too old for this shit and like threw it out. Yeah, there was a lot of so good rude, stuff. Right. So, or sold it at a garage sale, whatever. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I when I wasn't living there anymore, so that's kind of the deal. And um, I that wall is nothing compared to the rest of my apartment because <laughs> I have like those IKEA cabinets with yeah. like stocked with shit. Um, I've just got I've started I've kind of graduated into uh, larger art toys, which are yeah. also way more expensive. Yes. So example. I've, um. So like you can buy like you know like any of the kid robot stuff. Oh like, yeah yeah, you know, yeah. Kid, like kid robot kind of whatever or like Joe Ledbetter, like Joe like so you can buy like no. It's such <laughs> a shame that like kid robot kind of got eclipsed by those Funko things because yeah. those are so soulless. What the ugly. the minifigures, the mystery yeah. minis, whatever. I love those things too. I think they're they're designed really really well. It's one but word. you should look up like Joe Ledbetter stuff. His I lo- I just everything but like you know it's it's interesting it's like look you can buy a piece of art you can buy a painting or whatever um and th- th- i think toys have kind of shifted into like look especially in this yeah. maker society toys have shifted into its art mm-hmm. and like i've gone it's like I, you'll get the regular star wars figures or the star wars black right figures, which are the, that's, <laughs> specifically they'll have a line that's just for looking better yeah i had those so are what I reach i've for. gone out and and and, and, <laughs> and purchased a you're print. actually talking you're paired to the right co-host right, right now <laughs> I've, I've gone out and the uh, an, an artist that i really really like uh, i bought a, a screen printed a print of his i think it was 60 bucks or whatever and then i had to buy the frame which was like another 30 or 40 or whatever, you know, whatever. So it cost me like a hundred and something dollars and it's on my wall and I love it. It's great, but I can buy a Joe Ledbetter, like crazy bunny figure. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's 3d and it's interactive and it's a limited thing. And it's going to cost me like a hundred bucks as well, Mm -hmm. but it's like a toy because it was made in a limited run. So I don't know. I just got into that kind of thing as an art form. Um, And I've just always been obsessed with like being able, like, interesting to be able to hold and touch something like for like sure art as a as a as a sensory thing yeah you just, you look at it that's great but it's different to like hold it and to feel yeah. it or whatever right so Plus it's when they're like mega fucking posable like if you've ever gotten any revoltex <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. good lord yeah that's the Dude, best there yeah there's a bunch of like really there's, there's a lot of like nerd culture in going into like figures is more than just like I mean, there's there's a lot there, but a lot of artists are making their stuff not. Yeah. They, they they come up with a, a digital design, and then they can turn it into a print, and then they can turn it into a toy, and then they can turn it. They can put it on anything. And you know, the idea is to kind of branch out. So I've been really big 
on um, just toys. I just, I love that being able to hold something in my hand. Do you see yourself kind of moving into that space? Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Uh, I would love to do stuff. It would be great. That would be really cool. It's hard. It's very, very hard to find people. What about a squishy post comic book? Yes. Um, I do you know, know a, um, I know a digital sculptor. See, I know, do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you got connections, cause like, I, I mean, I have somebody that's kind of working on something and it's like, we go back to speed. Yeah. It's taking a very, very long time. I've actually, um, and here's the unfortunate thing is, um, uh, this is the second time I've been paying somebody to do this stuff for me. And I've actually tried it myself and I was not good at it at all. But this is the second time I've paid a couple hundred bucks to try to produce something, and they just won't come through, and then I can't get my money back. And oh, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying, and 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 you know whatever. But I've really figured. So if you guys know a digital sculptor or right. somebody who's really good at the toy part, link them up. <laughs> this is this is yeah right. This is this is the thing that that um, what I've figured out. Instead of going like I want to make merchandise. Mm-hmm my goal right now is to like just make awareness yeah and if i can build enough awareness well, it seems like one the of right the people things that really got you into it was the 80s toy commercial show 100 percent. yeah so that that sort of influence can kind of lend itself to the marketability of the characters you create in a way that 90s kind of thing with like ninja turtles too like you still you can see some of that like mm-hmm. i mean the, the 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 bulldog head and the octopus yeah, being like yeah. a mutant kind of thing and the yeah. the green and the pink and all because like like mu- 80s, yeah like, like that that eight, the late 80s early 90s like, like neon stuff was in yeah like mad balls yeah. and all that kind of shit yeah creepy like, crawlers yeah yeah oh man yeah. creepy crawlers holy shit so and i still love that crap from like the even the old like skateboard yeah. graphics and shit yeah. Like that from oh, the yeah. 80s or whatever like that's that's all of my influences so mm-hmm. and then you mix that with like the peewee's playhouse and you, you all so yeah you, you get it from there right so because all that shit was like an influence on me very early on like you know and I've, I've put that shit i've just kept it in my world and just kept it you know in my world and on my walls like of course you're just going to draw influence from the mm-hmm. things you surround yeah. yourself with so yeah and it probably helps a lot that most turtles material is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually have, yeah. this is one of my prized possessions, one of the first graphic novels. So Ooh. it was, they. I bought it at a flea market when I was like 19 for like 60 bucks. And I was like, I bought it. I, I went back week after week and I'm still sitting there. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy it. And I used my paycheck and I bought it. And I was like, I think I got ripped off, but whatever. I don't care. And it's like this thick. It's all the graphic novels. It's an original printing. I looked it up recently on eBay it regularly goes for the over Mirage 15 stuff is really expensive. It goes for over $1500. Yeah. And I was like, wow. "Oh, this is an investment." Well, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've got I've got ton, tons of stuff, tons well, of Like IDW is re-releasing a lot of it now, mm-hmm. but for the longest time, piracy was basically the only option to mm-hmm. get a hold of the Mirage material, yeah. and it sucks cuz it's good. Yeah, it's really great. I love that stuff. So yeah. Speaking You're of the, the IDW cast. stuff that like <laughs> I would be all about if they made a figure line just based on the Santa Luco designs. I haven't seen, I don't know that. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, I'll be showing you some stuff in a bit. Yeah, that's great. I want it. We're going to further delay Medusa from being able to go to her events. Yes. Because now she's like, okay, now I have to stay. I'm going to show you something. Uh, (laughs) So I'm kind of curious too because I've I've seen a little bit, like I've seen the narwhal come up. I I don't think I personally have seen your dinosaur character. Um, okay. But like, what, what's kind of your vision for like? Do you see those? I mean, I know you said that you're going to be bringing those out more. Sure. Do you have like? 
I'm honestly kind of curious. Like, do they have backstories in your head? Like, do mm, you... not real. Oh, I have a unicorn. That's one. The uh, one else. I have a, like a, a decapitated unicorn head. There is kind of a little bit of a story there. Like, look, like, like, and I, and, and in the past year, I've really kind of focused on that more. Where like I now do um, the dogs that I just call Squish. Yeah. As, well, he's a he's a body. He's got a, a dog head and a body. He's a real big head, small body, but he's a you know normal pink dog. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the squishy puss character, which you know uh, the idea is, and I have this in my brain as kind of like a book. Now I don't know if this is a children's book or whatever, but mm-hmm. the 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 storyline of the book would be to kind of teach love and acceptance and things. And it's about like a boy who has a dog. The dog's the dog gets lost. Mm-hmm. You know, it could fall in some ooze, whatever. I'll steal that storyline. <laughs> it becomes kind of mutated. Yeah. And then the boy finds the dog at the end and still loves him anyway, mm. right? So that's but oh, along that's actually, I love that right, but <laughs> along the way yeah. he has these characters and like yeah. you know maybe he gets infected and he he mutates and he he um he starts hallucinating and he sees like this decapita- decapitated unicorn head. Mm. But the thing is like when the boy finds the dog, mm-hmm. he's not quite the same anymore mm. so he's 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 changed both mentally and physically um into this new thing and so he's a little he's got a, he's got some quirks about him so he occasionally hallucinates and sees this floating unicorn head that gives him real bad advice yeah and right so almost like kind of like how the rugrats would do that they would like remember yeah. when yeah. when like you're right chucky would was that the kid the the baby's name chucky the yeah, name that was one of them. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And like you know, the the, the the parents would be fighting or some shit or whatever, and like he would think it was something else, and he had to help in this particular way. Like that's kind of how I see like the the unicorn character. But then I have like the narwhal that maybe he can meet, like maybe if during the mutation or whatever, he meets him in the ocean or I don't know, whatever. But like yeah, these kind of like the squishy puss and friends yeah. kind of situation where like he he meets these characters along the way and still has that like adult like yeah. grotesque kind of undertone that's right. like. I think that's really cool. Like, Which is where I'm, I'm, I'm getting that from like the like Ren and Stimpy kind of stuff. You know what yep. I mean? And, and Beavis and Butthead, like mm-hmm. cartoons for adults. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, like the other characters are just people he, he meets along the way or whatever. I so. could totally see a Squishy Puss and Friends comic series. Like, I would love it. It's just, you know, I've also, people have said, well, what about a cartoon kind of thing? And I go, yeah. I've tried animation. It took me 12 hours to complete like, 30 seconds of anime. I'm like, I'm yeah, just not, I'm just yeah. not good at it. So, you know, there's a lot, a lot of those people are super underpaid. Yeah. And it's, and, it's pretty, pretty rough. And there's, there's things, and I learned that early on because I actually had a meeting with Mike. Do you remember Strong Bad and uh, oh, Homestar yeah, Runner, totally. Runner and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I met with him once uh, a couple years ago and he was filling me in on animation and he quickly was like, look, dude, this is the reality of the situation. Like, da, 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 da. And I got some really good advice from him and, um, I was like, okay, I understood like where my, my role is now, 100%, to not make product, but it's, the only way I'm gonna make product is not to sell it. My, like, I'll make paintings and things like that, but it's to create awareness. Yeah. Murals, yeah. paintings, it's to create awareness so I can draw on people to go, hey man, I'm a this guy, do you wanna blah, 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 and yeah. then we can kind of work together. Collab. Right, yeah. but that's kind of like where I see the easiest way to but move forward. But that's like when you transition in that entrepreneurial phase of like you're moving right. from the actual producer to like more of the CEO, like more of like I'm here to build the business. Right. Like, you know, so. I still, that then that is my main goal is like 
I would like. But, to, and for you, the business is the community. I would love to be the, right. Yeah. I would love to. Well, I mean, even in doing a business where I have like merchandise mm-hmm. and I, I have a cartoon and I have a this or whatever, you know, like like an Invader Zim situation or a Ren and Stimpy, whatever that is. Like, you know, I want to be the creator. I want to be the creative. Yeah. And I also want to be like. I do also want to be the president, the CEO, the yeah. founder, the, the and that, that happens, like, and then and delegate things to people, right? No, I think that I think that's an yeah. incredible combo, right? Because you're very right. like, I think that's where a disconnect kind of happens a lot. Sure. So I think that's good. Like I know, for example, in tech communities, like I, like I work with a startup that's been very successful, and you very rarely see a CEO that is also an engineer, right? right? I really admire somebody that can build their own house. <laughs> you know, that's what you're doing. Like, yeah. like, like, like. It's different if like if you build a house versus mm-hmm. a company, right? It's like you live in a house, but you know if this house was a company, like you would no, have no idea how to make money off of it, mm-hmm. maybe. But like or, or like how to how to run it. But if like if something if something breaks, you don't know how to fix it. But if you're running a company, you need to know how to fix shit. You can't you yeah. can't you can't run Nike and somebody go like our our marketing is whatever or mm-hmm. we don't know how to make shoes and go oh I don't know how to, you know, whatever you, you have to know all of the. The, the things that are happening within that company. And so yeah. uh, that's kind of where I want to be. But um, yeah, so as far as like m- making a cartoon and doing animation, people have said, you, you know, a book or a cartoon yeah. or a comic book. And I go, I just realized I'm not good at those things. And my yeah. goal is to, until, is to attract the people that are good at those mm-hmm. things and or when I make enough money to where I can pay somebody to make it with my vision, mm-hmm. then that's a different story. But until then, there probably won't be any of that kind of stuff coming around. Yeah. So yeah. No, but... I mean, but it is I a dream. It is a goal. Yeah. I would love it that's so awesome. much. Yeah. Um, so I think that's an awesome time to kind of wrap up this mini episode here. We just had a, a couple loose ends we wanted to tie up. Um, just to recap, where do we go to find more information about you and what you're working on and how to get involved? Uh, everything Squishypuss. So Squishypuss.com, Squishypuss on Instagram. And that's Squishy, by the way, with an I-E. So yeah. S-Q-U-I-S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, S-Q-U-I-S-H-I-E-P-U-S-S. And the reason why is because it was the only thing I could, the only spelling I could find on every format available, like yeah. Yeah, YouTube, yeah. Instagram, whatever. so yeah, so. Very yep. cool. So head over there, and if you happen to be somebody or know somebody who does a lot of these things that he wants to collaborate with, reach out. You know, just just talk to him a little bit about it. And you can buy the stuff on both Facebook and the mm-hmm. Prime website, right? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, you can get basically anything that I have for sale is going to be on squishypost.com. Right. Yep. Yes. So that's so just yeah. the main hub. Yep. Cool. And also come to our website, check out the blog. We're going to have some links in there as well as an, in addition to kind of all of our social media and some sneak peeks and behind the scenes. That's YDKM podcast on every platform and YDKMpodcast.com. So I'm your host Veeps. I'm your co-host Medusa. And I am your guest, Squishy Puss, and you don't know me. Yeah.